0: to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and I, I'm so excited today to be joined by a brand new guest, a brand new rock star, and she's actually joining me from the future, right? We were just discussing this. She's, she's in Australia, so it's actually the next day, and she's up super early to do this with me. She's a marketing strategy, marketing strategist, executive director at 3x3 and 9 Boxes, Brooke Chapman. Thanks so much for being here.
1: Thanks, Kirby. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So I want to dive right in. One of the questions I like to to ask just to get to know folks is, you know, what is one project that you're working on right now that has you totally fired up and why?
1: Well, great question. Uh, Something that has me completely fired up is uh, that we are going to be launching our business later in the year in the US. So uh, as you can probably tell from my accent, um, based in Australia, uh, we've got operations in uh, here in Oz, also in New Zealand, in the UK. And uh, it's just the next step for us in our business to launch into the US, uh, which we're really excited about, working with small to medium businesses in that region and giving them access to corporate level strategy. So um, that's, that's the thing on our radar at the moment.
0: Yeah, and that's, and and as we said, right before we hit record, that's going to be some long hours for you to try and have meetings and stuff like that. are you scared? Are you excited? Which or both?
1: Look, I'm a pretty high energy person uh, as it is. Um, I am an early riser. Maybe okay. 2 a.m. calls are going to stretch that a little bit. But, you know, we're just so excited to be growing and uh, to really just have more businesses be able to access our um, our product and our skill set. Um, and, and we're all about growth and we we really just want to grow ourselves. We want to grow other businesses. So whatever it takes, Kirby, we will do it.
0: I love it. I love it. Whatever it takes. Well, and I, I will say, And again, I know I'm going a little off script, but it's one of those things where I think we're living in a world that people understand that, you know, that we are all in different places. I feel like people understand that better than they did two or three years ago. And and so that's, that's good for what you're doing right now.
1: Oh, completely. Um, We've, we class ourselves, you know, that obviously most markets, I think, and industries have changed through the pandemic. Um, for our business, though, we we quite often call ourselves COVID lucky. Um, we we experienced a huge period of growth through COVID, where I think people appreciated marketing strategy like never before. They realised they had to be really smart with how they spent their money and how they invested, um, and the way that they continued to grow their businesses through a, a pretty difficult and turbulent time. Um, and for us, just the way we deliver. Uh, and our strategists work. Um, it no longer is seen as a bit odd to have a marketing strategist in Australia yeah. and a client in the UK. Um, and so, you know, f- being able to deliver um, virtually has uh, and use those tools better and more often has absolutely been great for our business.
0: Yeah, well, that explains why you're excited about it. So that's cool. Um, sure. So you you've said that businesses and agencies are trapped in a negative cycle what do you mean by that and how can we fix it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, as I've mentioned, we work um, specifically with small to medium businesses. So, uh, you know, I've got a, a strong background as a CMO in large international corporates. Those enterprise level businesses have marketing strategy on tap. They've got a CMO, they've got advisors, and they've got resources and investment. Small to medium businesses don't have access to that level of strategy. Right. Um, so what happens is they they get really excited, they secure some budget, you know, we're, we're gonna invest in marketing, we're gonna go out there, they engage with an agency, And um, unfortunately, they they don't always give the best brief to that agency because quite often they haven't done the strategic work. So what we see a lot is that these small to medium businesses, they understand their operating market. They've got a good business plan. You know, they've had some support from outside consultants and advisors to get a great business plan together. But then the missing link is marketing strategy. They skip over building a strong marketing strategy and they jump straight into tactics. And what we see when, when you move straight to tactical implementation is that the briefing for the agency isn't good. The agency then does their best. But if you've got a client that has not reviewed and refined their market position, if they have not done customer insights, if they haven't segmented their customer base, if they haven't mapped their customer journey and they haven't built a channel mix to really you know follow that journey and influence customers at key key points in the journey, what we find is that the tactics just have kind of mediocre results. So, right. and it's unfortunate because the agency often gets blamed for that. Um right. and you know, really they're dealing with a lot of legacy issues and the fact that the client isn't quite ready for the engagement mm-hmm. due to a lack of strategy. So, that's really where we come in and, and and we we close that gap between the business strategy and the tactical implementation of the marketing and and we work in that space in between to make sure that clients are ready, they're ready to invest they're educated on marketing their expectations are right and they're able to give a really good brief and really good information to their agencies
0: well i mean i think it's like a lot of things in business it's like if you don't have the foundation right it's really hard to build anything on top of it and it sounds like that's sort of what, like sort of what you're talking about there is that does that make sense
1: yeah absolutely um we talk about the fact that you know jumping into marketing tactics whether that be new creative or new digital marketing or you know above the line advertising jumping into one of those things without strategic foundations you know it's it's like building a house that the whole thing okay. falls down yeah. um and and this is where you know we hear all the time from small to medium businesses um, that marketing is a black hole mm. uh you know I, I spent 50,000 dollars here and I'm just not sure what I got for that money and yeah. You know, I, um, a lot of people say it's a roller coaster. Oh, this worked, but then this didn't. We don't know why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lack of transparency. Um, and whenever I hear that black hole word, I, I, I just think as an industry we have to do better. Yeah. And the answer to that is 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 through strategy and and through doing the work, preparing these businesses. To have a great experience with marketing, and to have confidence that when they're investing, they're going to get a good return. So yeah. um, there is, it, you know, we, we talk a lot about the fact that in marketing there is no silver bullet. Stop, stop waiting to fall over the yeah. silver bullet as you're walking down the street. They don't exist. You have to do a range of things well over a long period of time, yeah. consistently, and, and that's how you get the growth, and that's how you get the gains. I
0: love it. I love it. Now, I've heard you talk about questions, so uh, that that, that um, small to medium sized businesses should ask. So, can you talk, can you explain what business what questions those folks should be asking their customers?
1: Yeah, sure, absolutely. So, customer insights are are a critical part of what we do and really what any business should be doing before they're building their marketing strategy. If you, if you aren't speaking to customers in a meaningful way outside of your day-to-day interactions and and transactions with them, um, what are you building your marketing strategy on? It's based on assumptions, which can often be misguided. Right. So um, we, we, we really focus on customer insights with our clients. Um, Things you should be asking your customers are, you know, why do you buy from us? Why why have you chosen us? And why do you continue to choose us? It's a really simple question, but there's so many layers to it and so much gold that you can get from that, that you can use to attract new customers. Mm. Um, Also, uh, exploring their journey, their pathway to purchase. Um, What's the trigger What's the what, what makes them want to buy? What makes them want to engage? And then what does that journey look like? Uh, what does the research phase look like? The consideration phase? Uh, how do they weigh up their options? How important is quality? How important is price? How important mm-hmm. is how you present the product, the service? Uh, all of those elements are really critical to knowing um, how you can get your uh, message right and how it's going to resonate with customers. Yeah. Um, also, the, the other thing is really um, understanding uh, the motivations, the challenges, the pain points, mm-hmm. you know, what are the moments that matter? Because, um, you know, when you know those moments that matter and the milestones, you can then have a channel mix where you, you're ensuring that you're tapping into that at the right time. So, mm-hmm. you know, by really asking some of these questions and doing that foundational work, uh, you're so much more targeted and you're able to, you know, really reduce waste in terms of marketing spend further down the line when you are implementing.
0: Yeah, I find that interesting. I, I And I, I, when you first started saying, you know, why do you buy from us? And I'm like, I feel like people don't ask that question because they're afraid. They're afraid mm. of what the answer is or they're afraid they're going to book them or something that like, oh my God, I, I, maybe they're going to think, oh, why am I buying from you? Um, but I think that it's really valuable insight when you ask those questions.
1: It's incredibly valuable. And the way that we, um, you know, we, we have a dedicated research team in our business and the way that they phrase it with customers is, you know, company A, wants to continually improve they want to serve you better they're asking these questions because they're invested in your experience and you know we want to make sure that that you are a happy customer long into the future and when you explain it like that uh, you know Customers really do respond. They feel that you're invested in them, um, you care about them, and that's only ever a good thing. So, uh, we 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 find that it's often very revealing um, when we we do our presentations of customer insights to our clients. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff that they they already had a hunch about but it validates it and it gives mm-hmm. them the confidence to actually you know be bold in their messaging because they've been able to validate a hypothesis they had but also there's there's always some things that they didn't expect that come mm-hmm. through because markets change and evolve mm-hmm. and if you're not taking the temperature and you're not having meaningful conversations with customers and also another point is having someone independent have the conversations because you get a lot more yeah. truth yes um if you're not having those conversations you're really missing out and and you're just you're just not, you can never be ahead of the curve in terms of how you position yourself.
0: Yeah, it's funny you say this. And it's been it's been a little bit, it was probably pre-COVID when I did it, but I remember going and sitting down with customers with my sales team. Like, so my sales person who worked with them and then I would ask questions and it really was really revealing about like the reason people bought from us. And like like you said, I had assumptions, I had hunches, but it totally, I was like, oh, okay. So the thing that I thought we did they actually care about good, <laughs> you know. So that yeah. asking those questions can be really powerful. So and
1: sometimes it's things that you don't even realize are a really powerful part of your product or your service mm-hmm. that that people are enjoying. Yes. and you're, you're you're it's just something you take for granted. You you've, you've been doing it. You've always done it. Um, but sometimes that's something that they love and they want to hang on mm-hmm. to. It, and you should be messaging that to attract other customers.
0: That's great. That's great. That's really great point. All right. So this has flown by. So final question for you. I always like to get this, especially when I'm getting to know somebody, but who are some people that inspire you?
1: I have two, if that's okay. okay. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, I think the first one um, is Melanie Perkins, who's the CEO and co-founder of Canva.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, so, you know, a great Australian success story. She's, you know, a a young female entrepreneur that um, she saw a gap in the market and and she, she wanted to give access to everybody to great design without having to you know, engage a designer, brief them in, pay them. And um, there's some alignment with what we do in our business. We want all small to medium businesses to have access to corporate level strategy. We, we believe that, that, that that's the right of every business to be able to access that type of thinking. And um, so I think, you know, for the way that she has built that business and uh, is, is really inspiring. And, um, you know, certainly she's someone that we look up to in the business world. Awesome. Um, And then probably someone else that inspires me is um, Jacinda Ardern. So she's the New Zealand Prime Minister. Hmm. Um, And she, you know, again, another, you know, she she became Prime Minister in her 30s. She had a baby while she was in office. Uh, She was the first female to be Elected head of state, uh, sure. at, at, I think. I think across the, you know all of the um, the Commonwealth. So mm-hmm. um, she is an amazing person, a great example of leading with empathy and ethics and integrity. Um, so you know she's someone that I certainly look up to. And whenever I'm in uh, New Zealand, I um, I always sort of check where she's going to be and if I might be in the same place. But it hasn't happened yet, Kirby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Soon I can I can yeah, feel hopefully, it, especially, hopefully. especially as you expand your empire for sure. Well, Brooke, I really appreciate you taking the time. This has been fun and super informative. We'll have to do it again sometime, okay?
1: Great. Thank you so much for the conversation. It was great, Kobe.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.